Hey kids, it's time for the Squacklecast! Yo, come on, kick it one more time, boy. Yo, yo, it's time for the Squacklecast. Time to put your mom on blast. Here's a friendly warning. Fuck your Fuck grandma. Your grandma. Fuck your stupid Fuck movie. Your movie. Oh, you'll have a blast. With the Squacklecast. Hello, everyone. This is Squacklecast episode 12. It's been a couple weeks since uh, we last uh, did one. It's because uh, we've been busy the past couple weeks doing some fun stuff. We're we supposed to get someone on. <laughs> uh, yeah, but he needs like 48-hour like notification, and I don't think we ever really know when we're doing it for okay. sure. So. Once, uh, so you're saying that guy's an asshole and doesn't want to be on <laughs> our, on our podcast. Um, I think that we just need to say for sure we need, we're gonna schedule something, then we'll for sure do it, and then we can have him on. Nope. We're like the McRib. We're very special when we come out when uh, people least expect it. Yeah, that's not that's not how it works here. Yeah. We're doing it on a Sunday at eight o'clock. Some days we do it Saturday <laughs> at, Saturday at two. <laughs> So the big thing this weekend is that we both saw Dark Knight Rises, and mm-hmm. you saw it twice. I did. And I thought it was good. Did you it was, think it was good? It was good to a point. I mean, halfway through, it start falling apart. You didn't get that same sense? The second half was really just more or less just action, wasn't it? It started out pretty slow, I thought. It had a lot of uh, story to kind of like wrap up the last movie, because it didn't really... It was really blowing through that first hour, though. Yeah, I mean, because that's it had the most, a lot of stuff just crammed in. For that was the most interesting hour. part because uh, Joker and all that stuff just happened, and you kind of like wanted to know what happened with Gotham. So, yeah, I mean, that, that kind of went by pretty fast, and then when you finally got to all the action and stuff, Bane was, I thought, a pretty good contrast to Joker because Joker is more of a psychological mm-hmm. uh, villain, and Bane was more of a physical um, test. So, like, we haven't seen that since about the first movie. So that was a little better in that in that sense, I think, just because um, we had more action and we had more um, just hand-to-hand combat. I read your post on Facebook, and you were a little more impressed with the hand-to-hand this time. Yeah, I thought it was a lot better because uh, the only thing that he did in Dark Knight um, as far as the actual melee combat was he was just – He's just killing all the cohorts that Joker had. He's just basically jobbing everyone, and it wasn't really that exciting when you saw him fight. So it was a a little bit of improvement. I didn't. I don't think uh, Christopher Nolan in general really does hand to hand combat well, well. Well, my big thing with Dark Knight was that it was all blurry and you couldn't see anything happening. But in this movie, you can actually see things happening. Not. So, I don't really. I didn't really see any problems with the choreography, but mm-hmm. I thought. I can actually see what's happening. I can actually like, kind of feel uh, the punches that are going in and stuff. So, it, like, I was, it was way better, felt really better for me, at least as far as what was happening. I always feel a bit chipped, though, with Batman. Because you never see him cause in, the, in the comics and in the animated series. He's very, um, I don't know, like a very uh, fast fighter. He does a lot of moves. And here it's... He doesn't do much, he, or doesn't do much in any of the films. I think they're trying to sell that he was like really old and he's broken kind of thing. So but he had that special knee brace. Yeah, 
that can kick <laughs> through bricks. <laughs> that was a little that was a little off, I think. I just didn't understand. That whole like... movie was kind of bullshit, wasn't it? <laughs> I mean, it was. <laughs> I think. He brace and then. And uh, he recovered from a major back injury in five months. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's a it's a it's a comic book movie, so I mean, the weirder things have happened. What was the biggest laugh in the movie for you? Like the biggest uh, laugh that you got? <laughs> That's like actual funny or bad? Just uh, the biggest laugh in general that you <laughs> that you couldn't help yourself but laugh over. Um, I think the overacting that Christian Bale did when Bane like, pressed on his chest as he was leaving. Which part was that? When he was in the prison when we first brought him there. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> <laughs> like that, I actually kind of laughed at. I didn't really, I didn't, I didn't enjoy <laughs> watching that. I was like, they, they took like one one take of that and they're like, okay, that's it. <laughs> Just put it in. The, <laughs> the biggest laugh of that, 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 that was had in theater was when he busted out that that thing that deactivated all the cameras when he was walking out. <laughs> you remember that scene? The cameras? What are you talking the about? cameras. We had um, Bruce was walking out of his car. Uh-huh. And not the proper oh, thing. Oh, yeah. That, that was pretty funny. <laughs> He's using his Batman stuff for just normal things. Yeah, That's... but the the part I laughed at the most was when he started punching Bane. And he said, where is that trigger? <laughs> <laughs> like, it was almost a parody of itself. Like, Yeah. <laughs> I think he wanted to, to redeem himself or something. That's why they put that in. Yeah, I had flashbacks of Dark Knight where <laughs> he was punching. <laughs> where <toys>. is it? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me what it's like. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of funny. Like, take it easy, guy. <laughs> <laughs> if all I needed to do was stress you out, I wouldn't have gone through all this trouble. <laughs> yeah. And in the scene where Catwoman disappears on him. Oh yeah, that was pretty funny. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there was there were some humorous parts. I didn't think it was too funny overall, though. Like they didn't really mm. put a lot of that stuff in. I think Joker definitely brought a lot of that humor in in the second one, mm-hmm. even though it was kind of like sick, psychotic, kind of funny, whatever. But well, here Catwoman does a lot of that, doesn't she? A little She's bit. A bit more of that comic relief. Yeah, but she's kind of not that funny, I don't think. Mm-hmm. She's just kind of like the... Well, how would you think Anne Hathaway was as Catwoman? I thought she was uh, pretty good. I, yeah, just I pretty good? Yeah, I don't think uh, I don't think she played it as well as it could have been. I'm saying it was just the material that she was giving with. She didn't even have that many scenes. Yeah, I mean, I think... And I even liked... then, she didn't even do much. I think I like the the crazy sort of Catwoman that was in the Batman Returns. Uh, so um, just sort of over the top. Yeah, a little bit more over the top. I think would have been better instead of mm-hmm. she's. Yeah, I mean it makes sense that she's a burglar and stuff like that. Uh-huh. That's why she's called Catwoman, I guess. They didn't even call her that. They just called her the cat. Yeah, the cat or cat burglar. Yeah. So well, they really... mentioned her in those articles that was flashed on the screen, like the cat strikes again or yeah. something. Like that and... Yeah, they didn't outright call her Catwoman. They only they called her Selena Kyle. Yeah, they just called her Selena or Yeah. Yeah. They didn't even call her the cat. It was just referenced that Yeah. She's the cat, like a cat burglar, but I mean I think she did a good job. I don't I didn't expect her to be that great in an action movie, but I mean It would have been her if she had more scenes with Bruce. I mean they were I mean she and Bale were pretty good together, I mean, but you know, they're just not enough scenes with them together. 
I think they're trying you to. Really, you don't really even really buy that. That there is a connection, you know. Yeah, I didn't really get the kiss. They at make the end. out at the end, and then they end up together. But yeah, I don't. Yeah. I it's kind of like a cop out. I thought for <laughs> I sure. For sure. It's just like <laughs> well, like the whole the whole time I was thinking, okay, well, the relationship he has with Raza Ghul's daughter, which I, you learn later on in the movie, um, didn't. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't seem like it was something that Batman would be able to have, and it was also like, well, Anne Hathaway is a primary cast member. So didn't the internet just kill this movie? I actually, I didn't. I stayed away from a lot of it. So did you? I didn't, yeah. I, uh, I, I think it was about a week before I was trying to look up spoilers to see if anyone had posted them, and I read one form that some guy started and wrote out, um, and the ending of what was going to happen in Dark Knight Rises. And it was pretty close to what actually happened. Mm-hmm. I forgot what the form was, but it said that um, Talia killed Bane. And then uh, Batman does die. He doesn't fake his death, but he does die. And you do, they do still have that Michael Caine scene where he's at the restaurant, mm-hmm. was it in France or something like that? Yeah, I think it was France. And he looks across and he thinks he sees Bruce, but uh, it just cuts away and you don't really know. It leaves it on that ambiguous note. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I almost thought they were going to do that, but they ended up actually showing Christian Bale. Yeah, would, but would you prefer that he died instead of uh, faking his death? Um, I mean, it would it would have made more sense, I think, mm-hmm. if he actually just, just died, but at the same time... I <laughs> I wouldn't mind seeing another movie if it actually came to pass. So even if Chris Chris Nolan's not involved, as I was he just was. disappointed by the ending. It doesn't. It's it's Batman, and it's a different interpretation yeah. of that. But it doesn't feel like it's Batman, does it? Yeah, it, does, it doesn't really feel too much of a Batman. I mean, I I like the movie uh, series. I thought it was really great, and what they did to the character was interesting mm-hmm. compared to what they've. Shown in the past, and the whole Robin thing, I was like, "Oh God!" That was <laughs> that was a, that was the the big rolling eyes thing. I, they just tossed that in, like it, it, yeah, had... like you didn't even need it. <laughs> yeah, and anything was... I thought was going to be Dick Grayson or something. It was yeah. so unnecessary. Yeah, yeah. Um, but how did you like it? Passing it on to Gordon Levitt. <laughs> I think it it could work somehow, but if he was only like Nightwing rather than Robin, it seems like. Bruce Wayne just set him up to die. <laughs> yeah, he's like, okay, here's all my stuff. You can go ahead and have fun. <laughs> yeah, it's like no training necessary. Just go out there with some of my stuff. And <laughs> yeah, get yourself killed. You can you can fashion it however you like. <laughs> yeah, it seems like it's just a vacation he's on now, and he's yeah. gonna come back. And, and he opened that orphanage. Yeah, he's gonna come back and he's like, "What the fuck is this? <laughs> I didn't put this toilet here for a reason." <laughs> You're supposed to shit in the river. It washes Ma- it downstream. <laughs> Michael Kenya was out. The orphanage is for whores and orphans. It's a orphanage. <laughs> it's a orphanage. Yeah, there are a lot of whores and orphans in that movie. I didn't expect it. I I kept laughing about Black Dynamite mm. the entire way through. But, um, yeah, it doesn't seem like a Batman movie. I mean, the other ones seem very much like a Batman movie. And they had a very Batman uh, character-defined endings. With Batman, Batman Begins, especially, where, you know, he sort of embraces his new role. Mm-hmm. And then in Dark Knight, 
you know, there's that tragic element, but still on a hopeful note that, you know, he's he's going to bury that pain and he's going to assume that role just to be Gotham's protector. But here, it seems like he just gives up, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And that doesn't seem like Batman at all. Like, he would never leave Gotham. Well, he does come back, so it's not it's not so much like he was giving up. But yeah. I think... But the impression he that you get is that he's not going to come back because they made several conversations about it with Michael Caine as Alfred and stuff mm-hmm. where he doesn't, he didn't want Bruce to come back as Batman and he wanted a life for him away from Gotham. Well, that's just showing the, the fatherly aspect of Alfred. They're just trying to exhibit that. He and he disappears. It's like, and stuff. F you buddy. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, they, they, they try to justify it in the movie, but I don't, I don't think, I've ever seen in the cartoons Alfred taking such a huge stance against him doing whatever. Mm-hmm. So I mean, they, they that might have been just trying to give Alfred more character. Depth. Yeah, they're trying to give him more depth and more of a a conflict there. Yeah, um, but but in the comic books, I mean, he had more depth as a character, Alfred. I mean, he had he has backstory and he has. Well, they had more time to do that though, like the. There's only three movies here, so they have to yeah. kind of hit hard and fast. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of hard and fast, Batman gets it on with Marion Cotillard. That is true. Yeah. She was, she was uh, interesting. Yeah, she was pretty good, but again, it's, like, it's the same thing with Catwoman. I'd rather have seen, preferred to see more of Catwoman and Bruce. Yeah, I think uh, if we had seen more, I guess if they're going to toss that romancing at the end, I would have rather seen more of that before mm-hmm. that happened at the end. But mm-hmm. Seeing it for the second time and having seen, well, FX as Batman Begins on right now, as I'm watching it right now, but uh, doesn't it seem like it would have made a roundabout circle if had had they started... Dark Knight Rises in the middle where Bruce is in jail. Because that's how Batman Begins starts. Mm-hmm. And have that same opening image. Or not so much an opening image, but... Uh, actually, it was an opening image, wasn't it? You remember... How well do you remember Batman, Batman Begins? Uh, I, I remember him just... He's already, like, um, traveling, right? Yeah, in the beginning of Batman Begins, um, he falls through the... What's the well? Mm-hmm. That opening to the cave, and it was a nightmare that he has in jail. Mm-hmm. So he's pretty much in jail at the beginning. So you, it, they could have just started it when Bruce was in jail with his back broken, right? I mean, they could have, but I think it would have been too much um, the same kind of thing because we already seen we've already seen that. So I I think when they did it in the middle, well, of it's the not movie, so much of more... trying something new, but it's bringing it back full circle. And yeah, it, I, well, I think been, uh, I think it, them putting him in the prison at all brings it back full circle just because it's, mm-hmm. it brings more of that element back in that we saw in the first movie about his kind of different origin story than you know, I'd, ever, I'd ever heard before mm-hmm. just from that. And then it kind of brings it back to him relearning how to overcome his challenges that he has because he, he was basically not afraid of dying. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that he is stronger for it. So he had to learn how to be afraid to die again. 
so that made him stronger kind of thing. But, like, in the first movie, I guess he was learning how to not fear death. And then in the third one, he had to learn how to fear it because he was, like, closer to it, I guess. So, Did you say he wasn't afraid of death, but he had to learn how to be afraid of death? Without yeah, yeah, that's what the third movie made it seem like. Mm-hmm. Like, with the prison. Because, like, the guy was, like, the only reason the one Bane got out of here is because of fear. Because he was afraid to die. So that's why he had to go not use the rope and because the rope was a crutch basically because yeah. without the rope it was like you're either going to do it or you're going to die and so they're, they're trying to sell the fact that he had to he had to relearn how to be afraid of death i don't think that's it i mean he had to overcome that fear wasn't isn't that part of the rope the rope was fear well you're saying he has to be, learn how to be afraid of death. Right, because like the whole movie, the whole first part of the movie, with Alfred saying, you're not afraid to die, you're not afraid to die. And Christian Bale's like saying, I'm not afraid to die, I'm not afraid to die. And then the, the one doctor guy who's like sitting on the floor the whole time not doing anything, he says, you well, have to learn. Well, he's lying, wasn't he? <laughs> well, I don't know what the hell he was. <laughs> he was just, he was like smoking weed or something. But Yeah, he was just completely uh, faded. Yeah, and but he was saying to the guy... Uh, to Christian, he's saying to Christian Bale, like you have to learn how to, like, if to use the prospect of death to motivate you to like, overcome, like uh, the odds against you, and that's what I I took from that. Yeah, so he he has to overcome the the fear of death. No, he has to he has to know that death is possible and not want to die. Because if he if he wanted to die, he would just drop off the the well and just die and wouldn't matter. Does that make sense? Sort of. In a in a ridiculous Christopher Nolan sort of way. Where... That that's just what I took from it. I mean I don't necessarily agree with it or make think uh-huh. it makes any sense. That's just what I what I think it was trying to be conveyed. It's just that because Bruce Wayne did was not afraid to die, he was not motivated enough to overcome and defeat what he was trying to challenge because it wouldn't matter because he would just die. But the challenge is, is living through the challenge and overcoming it while still being alive kind of thing. I don't know. And not be afraid to just give your life away. I think the more we try to reason it, the the more like that logic escapes us. Cause I don't, <laughs> like... Yeah, I don't... I don't. I don't know. I, I, that's just what I what I was thinking when I was watching like half the movie, is that they're trying to convey that in some sense. Yeah, because in the first film, the, the, the entire film, which is about fear, right? Mm-hmm. So try, they're trying to bring that back, and then trying to bring back a whole bunch of things from the first movie, and trying to apply it here, and it, it's all very slapped together, and. And you sort of, and you just lose the whole point of the movie. You're not even sure what's going on by the by the half by the midpoint of the movie, right? Yeah, I wasn't too sure what Bane's all like, all like motive was. I didn't really. Yeah, even what, then, you, you, what he was trying to do. Like, if I understood what he was trying to do more, like where he was coming from, then it that probably make more sense. Yeah, um, like you go into the movie and you think that you know he's gonna uh, bring sort of a social equality, like an economic equality to everyone. He's going to tear down the institutions 
Yeah, that's right. It seems like a some weird, like anti, like conservative kind of sort of thing, right? Like, I don't like government, so I'm gonna destroy it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then halfway through, it's it's not even that. He's just he's just gonna blow up the city. <laughs> yeah, because he because he wants to do it for Ra's al Ghul. But yeah. I think I think the, what they're trying to make us think was that since he was the son of Ra's al Ghul, he was trying to do whatever it was Ra's al Ghul wanted to do initially. So I think that's what kind of they're trying to hint, but they didn't really explain it too well for me to get that. Because I thought he hated Ra's al Ghul or whatever, but I think it would have been better if they actually had Liam Neeson come back from the death um, in some fashion more and kind of be there. Hologram Liam Neeson? <laughs> no, like he's actually alive. Like I think it would have been a little bit more interesting. Yeah. Instead so of... he's on what, the cusp of death? Well, I mean, Ra's al Ghul in the, in the cartoons is as far as I know, he always came back to life because he had to go into the elixir shit, whatever. Yeah, the it was. Uh, Lazarus pit. Yeah, the Lazarus pit. So if he and... somehow made it back in there, because I well, that was a mystical sort of uh, thing. I mean, well, I mean, they could have easily. There's no in... real science behind it. He just gets into the pit and he comes back and he's. Well, they could have easily integrated it though. Right. How easily though? I mean, it's not something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> just say. I mean, I would want to have seen the Lazarus bit and see him come back, but that's not something that Christopher Nolan would want in his realistic setting, quote, unquote. Which, what I guess he defines this Batman is, even though dude, what, recovers from back injury in five months and, and uh, it's fighting and there's fusion reactors and shit yeah and it's like okay buddy <laughs> f you you know i was kind of i was kind of disconcerted with the the actual weapon though because i i didn't like that it was a nuclear nuclear weapon mm. i thought that was kind of a cop out also <laughs> there's just a couple of cop outs in there that i didn't really yeah, it's like an anti-green message yeah i don't yeah i don't really <laughs> remember any episodes of Batman where they had like a nuclear bomb about to set off, right? Uh, talking about the animated series? Yeah, like any of the... Car- like, I, I mostly watched the animated series. I never really wa- read comic books or anything. So they didn't really have anything like a huge nuclear bomb, right? Uh, they might have. I can't think of one at the moment. I, I do remember that in the 60s Batman film with Adam West, there was a giant bomb that he carried around trying to dispose of. Is that what you're trying to get? No, I don't know. I just never. I should find that link for you, you know, and then you can. No, I, yeah, I mean, most of my Batman, one, though, right? most of my Batman knowledge comes from the animated series, so I don't really know too much about any of the. Um, Let me find you that because it is amazing. But um, yeah, you can link this onto the site when we're done with the podcast. But in the Batman film, Adam West as Batman, he found his bomb that was going to go off, right? Mm-hmm. And it's one of those like stereotypical giant bowling ball type of bombs. And here it's like it's a, the prop of it is <laughs> just a bomb, and it looks like there's a flare at the top of it as yeah. a fuse. So he's running around the pier just trying to find places to throw this bomb so it doesn't kill anybody. <laughs> And everywhere he turns, there's like nuns and little kids <laughs> and ducks <laughs> on his way. Yeah, I see it. Oh, this is the one like where he's like running and he has the bomb over his head. Yeah. <laughs> this looks pretty funny, actually. But I mean, it's supposed to blow up the whole city. <laughs> is that <laughs> yeah. what it's supposed to happen? 
Something like that, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Like some days you just can't get rid of a bomb. <laughs> <laughs> it's like everyone leave. I'm gonna run through. Yeah. Uh, Didn't you think it was fucked up when he took the bomb out and then it was like hitting the floor and stuff? Uh, <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's that's like not those... the safest way to dispose of a bomb. They like just dropping on the ground. Well, yeah, the fusion reactors are pretty delicate things, right? Yeah. You can just drag it on the ground. Yeah, and then he's like flying it towards the bridge. <laughs> so, uh-huh. Where well, all the orphans are. And like, <laughs> Sorry, orphans. If it blows up now, <laughs> you're dead. Like, bam, it's going to save us. Wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> he brought the bomb to us. We should have gone to the bus and left. <laughs> there were so many of those sad trombone moments. Mm-hmm. Like uh, when he gets stabbed in the back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's like <laughs> and if she tries to detonate the bomb, it doesn't work. It's like I wanted the, to play that too. Where's the nuclear explosion? I'm not melting yet. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he loses his car when Catwoman steals his uh, Lamborghini. Oh yeah, what happened to Lamborghini? We don't even know. She must have pawned it, right? Like, it just rolls up to the nearest pawn stars. Store. And just says, and she hey, got to eat, right? I want to sell this for five thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I'll sell it for two goats and a bag of rice. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I could justify the cost for a Lamborghini. I, what am I gonna put in there? Gas? <laughs> I can't put gas in that thing. <laughs> it's a fusion reactor in there. <laughs> uh, how would you rank the villains, though? Out of all the Film villains. Um, I think Joker is definitely number one, and then Ra's Which al Ghul and Bane. Which Joker? I mean, this includes the Burton and Schumacher. Oh. Schumacher? Who's Schumacher? Which one's other? Joe Schumacher. Oh, you mean the Forever and Batman yeah. and Robin? <laughs> well, okay. For, like, serious villains, I think Joker in Dark Knight definitely is mm-hmm. the best one um my second favorite would probably be mr freeze <laughs> <laughs> chill out <laughs> ice to meet you <laughs> i love me to break the ice <laughs> and then i think probably i think bane and Ra's al Ghul probably buy for a third and jack nicholson as joker is oh. eh, probably around there too he's not bad by any means but he's not nearly as like demonic as Heath Ledger was so how would you rank the Nolan trilogy films in I think Dark Knight is definitely the best and mm-hmm. I'm gonna say Batman Begins and Dark Knight Rises are about on par and uh, Batman Begins a little bit better though because it's it was the first one and had a had a stronger storyline I think yeah, it's it's a little tighter, uh, narratively and thematically. But thematically, it's a little too much. I mean, it's it's a little too blunt, you know. It's in the third one, you mean? In the in Batman Begins. Oh, okay. Where it's it's a lot of references to fear, and mm-hmm. it's pretty on the nose about what it's trying to talk about. Um, so in that regard, I would say I would agree with you that Dark Knight's the better of the three films. But then, but then I would say Rises is uh, just slightly above Batman Begins, just because of the scope and scale of the film and the amount of action it has. 
Because mm-hmm. when you compare the action scenes to Batman Begins, I mean, it's Rises is superior. Yeah, it definitely it's is production quality and everything. Yeah, it's way better as far as the action goes. I think I had a had a better time watching the action in the third one compared to any other ones. I think I think Dark Knight was. I think I was a little bit more disappointed as far as the uh, like hand to hand combat went. Mm. Um, then Bruce, Bruce seems smarter in Rises, doesn't he? Yeah, he had the he had the the bat pewter. Too so yeah. he, was, he had his bat cave little bit thing and he was like hanging out down there all the time apparently. weren't you disappointed with the cave though? I mean, uh, I think it was all right. I didn't really expect too much from it. Like I didn't I didn't want a Batman Forever cave, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think because Bat- I liked his setup in, uh, in Dark Knight, <clears throat> like that temporary safe house he had. Mm-hmm. It was all concrete and everything was hidden and it was pretty well lit. Yeah, they had that a little bit in in the third one too because. Yeah, he came back to it because yeah. his spare stuff was there. But yeah, I was disappointed in the cave. I thought it was going to be like a a great remodeling of the cave. But it 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 was pretty ghetto. <laughs> yeah, it just didn't seem was... like he he could put a lot of effort, like work into it. I mean, like he has to have construction crews and stuff going there if he's going to make it like that. Great. Yeah, I think I guess by that time he already retired, didn't he? Yeah, he didn't. He wasn't putting that much effort into it anymore. So. Yeah, all he had was that rising platform and yeah. computer and stuff. Like, and <laughs> I guess he put in a new elevator, right? I guess, yeah. Because yeah, I mean, that the, elevator was pretty shitty. And well, the rising platform just didn't make any sense to me. It's like, <laughs> what are you, what are you putting there? <laughs> you're just you're gonna put your your future airplane thing there, I guess. But it was kind of like he was he left his airplane thing on on a roof of some tower for like. It seems like, inconvenient. Like four, like four months or something, right? It seems inconvenient because every time he c- comes out there, the floor is going to be wet, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. Why would you want to be sitting with, on a wet floor? You know, <laughs> staying on a wet floor. All it's the all time. it's all <laughs> misty and like it's like a sauna basically. Um. Well, well, over the waterfall, I'm assuming it's not like a hot spring, right? It's, yeah, it's not hot. It's like it would be. Like it's going to be cool with drafts. But I mean, it seems like get, it would be a. It's still a cold, wet. dank place, though. Yeah. You're still getting wet. It's like humid. It's a yeah. cool humid, but you still yeah. But still, it's like it's underwater, and then it has to rise, and you gotta wait for it to come up every time, and then yeah, it seems like a hassle just going out. You know, it's it's like ah, fuck it, Alfred. I'll just stay here, and you <laughs> yeah. He, he couldn't drive his car out through it anyway, right? It was like up on a mountain kind of thing. It's it's kind of like a cliff or something. I mean, yeah. he had to he had to dart out of the cave every time. Yeah, he didn't. Like he had to launch his car out, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, how, how did he get back in? I don't understand. <laughs> I'm like assuming a, he built a ramp by then. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I, I think it. I think there's it's probably got to be some some alternate Robin exit. Had to fucking Jackie Chan his way into the cave. Yeah. Through the waterfall. <laughs> he had a swing in. Like, <laughs> like, couldn't you just go through the mansion? <laughs> don't you have like full access to it? Yeah, it's like. I don't know. <laughs> Didn't it seem confusing though? Because at how Bane found out that about Harvey Dent and stuff from the letter. Because it was a full day when he found the letter, and so I'm assuming that Gordon had just kept the letter with him the entire time. Yeah, uh, but it looked like for a really reason. long letter, didn't it? It looked like it was five pages. <laughs> it looked like it was more than five pages. It looks like it was. 20 pages written on <laughs> it was like, a whole... parchment paper. Or he's, like, he's like, okay, guys, I'm going to do a skit right now to show <laughs> you exactly what happened with Harvey Dent. 
<laughs> you might as well ridden on a giant squirrel. <laughs> if I could have five volunteers, I would like to use you as a hostage. You could have had it on an iPad, like a yeah. twenty-page PDF. File. Well, they, well, they had that tablet computer, like where in the beginning, like when they corrupted or bankrupted a uh, Bruce's. It was like uh, a hybrid funds. tablet, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like one of those it was things. like a netbook and then a tablet. Yeah. Yeah. Were you impressed by that though? Uh, I was. I didn't realize it at first. The first time I saw it. The tablet. Yeah, because I thought it was a netbook, and then I didn't realize that it was a. That the front, that the top part was a. Oh, I've se I've seen those before. It's not like it's that exciting. Or... Oh well, fuck you then. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if you walk through Fry's once in the past year, I mean, you'd, you'd, you'd have seen it. So it's not that super exciting. Because mm -hmm. it had a keyboard attached to it, so it just. You just flip the screen around and that yeah. was it. Uh, but yeah, that letter part, it was like, so he carried around that thing his, the entire time? I don't know. It's... Well, he he was at uh, that thing, I guess, and then like overnight is when all that stuff was happening. So, I mean, it's not too far-fetched. I mean, he never went home. It's a four-day, though, wasn't it? Well, he never went home, uh, so I guess he must have been out overnight for whatever reason. Logically, like in my mind, I assume that at some point he would have gone in, into the car or gone back to his desk or something. Because mm -hmm. you don't really want a, like a giant letter in your pocket, right? Like that's, that's like the first thing you take out, right? <laughs> Probably. Especially when, yeah. when it has like super important information on it. Exactly. Like it's, it's a city changing document that you don't want other people to read, right? Yeah. And so he just keeps it with him. <laughs> I don't and know. And he makes a decision to go down into the underground where he's going to supposedly find bad guys, right? Even then, it was like when they actually was reading it out, it didn't really matter, did it? I guess most of it was just fluffer. <laughs> like just filler. Yeah, I mean, I guess it exposed the lies and yeah. influenced people to join his a, cause, I guess. I had that mental image when Bane was reading it that he had a highlighter reading through it and just highlighted the important <laughs> parts that these, he was going to These parts is what I'll say before I uh, free the prisoners. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but any other thoughts? Um, so where do you think Batman will go now? Are they going to make a fourth one in the same vein, or are they going to reboot it and do a Silver Age Batman? Uh, from what I w read before is that they're going to give it a few years before they reboot Batman. Mm -hmm. And they're going to try to do it so it leads up to a Justice League film. I don't know how the Henry Cavill Superman Man of Steel is going to work into it, though, because that's coming out. And you got supposedly a Green Lantern sequel coming out, too. But um, for the past couple of years, I mean, DC has been wanting to do a Justice League film, so... Mm -hmm. I guess this is the moment where they start building to it with Batman. Well, what else are they? Because I would like to see a, like a Adam West kind of Batman in movie. So form. a campier version of yeah. I think that would be because I mean that was the one that was in Justice League, right? It wasn't. There was never like the the super serious Batman. It was always the the cartoony Batman. Like that. Was... What, do you, what do you mean in Justice League? Um, like I mean the uh, the old cartoons from like the sixties, I guess. Is about like Super Friends and stuff? Yeah, Super Friends. <laughs> uh, I mean, the 60s and 70s, a lot of it was just campy anyway. Yeah. 
Well, that's uh, what that's what I was kind of like hoping for. I would but like no, to see that. No, but that was more on television because they were really doing those for for um, younger kids animation, right? Yeah. But in the comic books, I mean, it, it was getting a little darker. Especially. Yeah, they had, but they had the new the new Justice League too. So. Yeah, when you had Dennis O'Neill, right? And, Writers like that writing for uh, Batman in the seventies, I think. I think it was. Mm-hmm. So it was getting a little edgier in the seventies, and by the eighties, it was completely darker. Yeah, edge to it. And they had the animated in nineties and stuff. So, yeah, but, I don't. Yeah, I was just hoping kind of more for a campy version of Batman because I liked I liked that one as well. But as... we had campy version with Batman Forever and Batman and Robin. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean a good campy version. You want to go back to that? <laughs> <laughs> I want I all I want is Schwarzenegger again and as Mr. Freeze. That's all I want. That's all I want. <laughs> can I can I ask for that please? <laughs> but um I'm back. <laughs> I'm back again. Uh I mean I told some people I'd rather watch an R rated Batman film. Yeah, uh, that would be interesting. Yeah, cuz uh, people getting gutted and stuff. Yeah, because these were pretty darker in tone, but I I want to see um, like a David Fincher directed Batman <laughs> film, right? Like, like that's what I want to see anyway. I mean, the character certainly is more serious mm-hmm. than any of the films have pre- represented, even with uh, Christopher Nolan films. I mean, it could have gone darker, but is you can only do so much with a PG thirteen rating, right? Yeah. Even here, it sort of undercuts the violence, especially with Bane. Mm-hmm. Like you don't see many of the neck snaps and yeah. kills and yeah, they always cut like away. That. Yeah. So, but, um, so who yeah, and, would you want to see in a Justice League movie as far as superheroes? Uh, just uh, heroes, you mean? Yeah, heroes. Well, of course, Superman, right? Superman, Wonder Woman. Uh. It would be good to see Flash. You think they're actually going to make a Flash movie, though? Because <laughs> they would have to... I mean, why wouldn't he? I mean, Flash is a pretty cool character. I don't know. He just... All he does is run fast. Uh, his molecules are supposed to move at at high speeds, too. Yeah, but all he ever does is run around. Like, he can, he's able to... Stuff. Well, he's able to phase through walls... Um, he's able to go through dimensions because that's how fast his molecules move. <laughs> okay. I don't know if it makes sense to you or not on a physics level, but <laughs> so I, it, I mean, I guess in itself is kind of bullshit anyway. I mean, yeah. they're gonna have Aquaman. He had like special chemicals spilled on him. They're gonna have Aquaman, I guess. Like, Aquaman. are they gonna leave leave him out? I guess, but I mean, what is Aquaman? Mm. Wouldn't even bring anything to the table. Well, Aquaman's kind of like a king. It's another sort of, um, I guess, power structure, I guess. Because he's a king and you, he's kind of like Thor, I guess you can say. Where he has some authority in another in a, another land. All right. Yes or sure. no? I don't, yeah, I yeah. guess. I mean, does he have super strength at all, I guess? I guess yeah, he, he has super strength and things like that. Okay. <laughs> you can adapt on land, is that? <laughs> but I guess I guess he would be cool if he had like uh, just a harpoon and he was just gutting people the whole time. So you want um, the older Aquaman where he has one arm as a harpoon? 
Sure. <laughs> <laughs> like an automatic yeah. <laughs> automatic harpoon gun. It just reloads by yeah. itself. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. But would you want to watch a continuation of this film with another character taken on as Batman temporarily before Bruce Wayne returns? Um, I don't think it would be that bad, but I think it wouldn't be as good as it has been. Um, I, this, the ending kind of reminds me of Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol, actually. Because, mm-hmm. you know, at kind of the end, they kind of imply someone else is taking over the series. Or no, it doesn't imply that someone's taking over the series. I mean, at the end of Ghost Protocol, you still get a sense that um, Ethan Hunt still is in charge. Because he's yeah, handing then... iPhones. He's making it rain iPhones to everyone. You know? Yeah. But, I mean, then uh, Jeremy Renner's character is probably going to be more of a of a mainstay yeah i mean in that film half of the film it felt like they were trying to phase out tom cruise but it seemed like they backtracked it a little yeah and in this one it seems like it seems like they really wanted to move past bruce wayne Mm -hmm. which seems like a mistake because that batman is bruce wayne i mean even in the comic books like yeah people fill in temporarily but you know everyone still acknowledges that batman is bruce wayne um, say anything else? Mm, not really. <laughs> I think that about, co- about covers it. Yeah, I, I ended up liking the movie anyway. Um, mm-hmm. I think it was a good, more or less a good ending to it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think that it could have been worse than what they did. Yeah, given, I mean, given what happened in retrospect, I, I guess I would have preferred to see Batman die. Yeah, yeah. I think it's <laughs> copping out and say he faked his death. Ha! <laughs> yeah, gotcha, guys. It was, it was, that was kind of like a Hollywood ending sort of thing, right? Yeah. So I mean, that was kind of less interesting than it would have been if he had just died. It's kind of like the same thing Chris Chris Nolan did in with Inception. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't really die. <laughs> Yeah, with the spinning top thing and... Uh, there is no Batman! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I guess I would have preferred to see Batman die, giving the alternative of what actually happened in the movie. Yeah, at least this Batman. Yeah, and the statue they gave him was a pretty shitty statue, wasn't it? Yeah, it wasn't that great. <laughs> it didn't even really look, look like him. <laughs> <laughs> they should have just made a big, like, face face statue instead of like a, a whole like a whole bust body. of batman yeah <laughs> but there aren't let me photos of batman so how would you even know how he looks like i don't know someone just says <laughs> that's how he looks like they should have had like a shitty mural <laughs> <laughs> like all the different like poses i still he has. say it, i still say this movie is just like rocky three right <laughs> i mean <it's, laughs> i was i was expecting like some old guy to die i was expecting alfred to die because Mickey died in Rocky Three, right? Well, he pee pieced out though, so he. he <laughs> well, he doesn't die. It's not he, like he. He took a cue from Rocky Three, and he pieced out. <laughs> Just disappeared. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I've seen this movie before. The old guy <laughs> dies. I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah, and then he gets he gets beat the hell up, and then left for broke. And then Bane he, takes over, just like Mr. T. Clubber Lang takes yeah. over. <laughs> that was pretty much. And, yeah. And he had this cool training montage. <laughs> All I needed <laughs> was Eye of the Tiger. 
Yeah, it, this is exactly it. He needed to get back the eye of the tiger, <laughs> the climate thing, and the fear and stuff. It's like, uh... See, everyone thought Rocky Three was the last movie, but then we're gonna get Rocky Four. We're gonna get a Rocky Five. We're like, gonna get. We're gonna it's get the Rocky. eye of the bat, right? This, <laughs> that's what Frank Stallone should have made that song for <laughs> Christopher Nolan uh-huh. or Survivor, right? But yeah, he had to get back the eye of the bat, and he comes back. And then uh, Black Dude gets him back into the game, right? Mm-hmm. Like you had Carl Weathers as Apollo Creed helping a white guy out. And now you got Morgan Freeman, a black guy, helping out a white guy win again. Mm-hmm. Just like Rocky Three. <laughs> Except I would have seen... I mean, wouldn't you want to see like <laughs> at the end where Morgan Freeman and... Bruce Wayne are boxing at the gym or something. Like, you owe me a favor. <laughs> you don't remember Rocky Three when they, uh, the ending of it? It was just like he just beat him and that was it, right? The ending, right? Where, yeah. no, the ending where, um, Apollo causing that favor of Rocky? I, I don't remember that part. Well, Apollo Creed agreed to train Rocky again. Uh huh. To help him uh, in his rematch. Yeah, when they're like running on the beach and shit, right? Yeah, and they're running on the beach and stuff, but he wanted one favor in return of helping uh, Rocky. Like the spar with him or something? Yeah, and and that was the personal exhibition match to see if if Apollo could still beat Rocky. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I I wanted to see that scene at the end of Dark Knight Rises where they're both in that, you know, sparring equipment and Morgan Freeman is like, like, ring the bell, Bruce. Like, ding, ding. And <laughs> start boxing. Like, yeah. they're fighting in the white room. Yeah, and they, they end on that scene where they're both punching each other in the face. Mm-hmm. That would have been good. Yeah, that would be pretty, <laughs> pretty seeing, funny. Or at least seeing Bruce Wayne and uh, Lucius Fox running on the beach together. <laughs> Racing each other <laughs> on the beach. <laughs> I don't think Morgan Freeman, Morgan Freeman can really move that much. Oh, Morgan Freeman can run, okay? <laughs> he can move if he wants to. Mm-hmm. Don't let that bow tie distract you. Well, I mean, when when the when the little underground area was being flooded, he was like, "Uh oh!" He just like kind of kind of shuffled. Well, he got his ass out of there, didn't he? <laughs> he shuffled. He didn't like run or anything. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "Oh, gotta get going." Pacing <laughs> himself, okay? He was. He knew exactly <laughs> when the water was going to. Reach him, I better so. time this correctly. I don't need <laughs> exactly. to move any faster than I need to. <laughs> uh, uh, so anything else? Uh, any other guess. lessons from the film? Any other disappointments? I don't. I don't think uh, I have any more. Okay. Well. All right then. All right. This sounds, Say uh, goodbye, David. Goodbye, everyone. I'm going to. I'm going to fly in my plane off into the ocean and blow up a nuclear bomb and uh, make the sea creatures all die and <laughs> infect them with nuclear radiation. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, everyone was probably looking at that blast, right? Yeah, so like everyone's they blind. Retinas or whatever. <laughs> yeah, everyone's blind, and then all the and all the water is nuclear radiated. So yeah, all the orphans all... are looking like, hey, it's Batman is gonna save us. <laughs> <laughs> so, Maya. <He's>, uh... <laughs> I mean, how long is it gonna take for them to start getting nuclear poisoning, you know? I know, yeah. So did he really save Gotham? But oh. it is a fusion bomb, right? I mean 
I have no idea. It wasn't supposed to have nuclear material in it, did it? It had a nuclear core. I thought that's what it was. It was supposed to be a clean fusion bomb, wasn't it? So an environmentally conscious bomb. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not going to be like a dirty bomb. Let's... I assume it was just pure energy. Like, well, it was I don't nu- know, like Star was... Trek, where it's like antimatter and stuff like that. But No, it's nuclear, so... Yeah. Because fi- that's what fusion is. It's nuclear fusion. Yeah. So I don't know what they're using. Mid. They're not using matter, antimatter, warp cores. They should have. Maybe. Then you could have had Batman in space. <laughs> Let's launch the warp core. That's a, that's a solution to to fixing the warp core. Let's launch. <laughs> no, if those things are so destructive. Why don't they just like keep a bunch of them and just use them as weapons? You're talking about in Star Trek. Yeah, they only use the. They have. They only use their torpedoes. They could have used it to destroy the Borg, right? The Borg cube. I don't think they did. They just used torpedoes. They just used their. Was it photon torpedoes? Yeah, they had to disable the shields, and then they destroyed it with the torpedoes. Yeah, yeah but um, theoretically, I guess they could have just uh, launched out some antimatter, right? Yeah, there's 18 yeah. warp cores. <laughs> Here's a little present, assholes. <laughs> That's what I always, I always wish that like some like someone like that always says that. When they were kind of about to kill him, it's like here they you go. That, uh, here you go, asshole. The, they did that in the recent Star Trek film, didn't they? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, they had to eject the warp core so they can clear the black hole. Yeah. Why are we still talking? I'm leaving. Okay. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> okay. See ya. Are you ready, home dogs and outside dogs? Yeah, boy. So sad to see you go, but the show probably blows. If you stick around for next time, you won't get a... A lime? Who the fuck wrote this shit? Remember to ask your parents for permission before going to squackle.com. That doesn't even fucking rhyme.